What's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. Man, oh man, it's been very, very busy for me. I do apologize, but now I'm getting back into the swing of everything, so do not worry. Do not fear. We're getting back into the swing of everything again. I am here. So, with that being said, you guys already know who you are. There are so many different people. It's just getting bigger and better and bigger and better. So excited. So, big thanks to everyone out there. And with that being said, man, today is going to be about listening. Now, remember, the blog, of course, is available on the ArsenioBuckShow.com. There are five questions. This is excellent for you guys to test your listening. You're going to listen to a lecture about greenwashing. However, I will be speaking about green products beforehand. But again, this is a great way to use everything that you've learned up to this point, from the focus words, the content words, to try to identify and choose the correct answer. If you guys, again, want the answers, make sure that you reach out to me and be sure to tune into my Patreon also with the additional materials. So with that being said, guys, I'm a little bit inside of a place, so I can't get too loud because it's a a business area. Nonetheless, let's do some speaking. So what would you propose to stop companies making false claims about green products? So if you guys are unaware of green products, they are environmentally friendly products. Like some people are saying that different types of plastic is good. Um, I love it because my gym is actually uh, using aluminum cups for drinking instead of plastic cups. So he's gotten rid of, and he has reduced the amount of energy he uses in his lab in general. Him being from France, I love it. Because that type of thinking and that type of saving the environment, it takes one person to inspire everyone else. But there is a problem in the world because, again, when it comes to green products, what is a green product? I think you guys have heard the news that plastic continues to pour more and more into the oceans killing some rare species of dugongs and whatnot. And so we have to we have to figure out what is producing all this garbage. And of course, America, China, and other places, they're like the epicenter of it all. Uh, India is a very, you know, there's a big problem out there in terms of like the containment of trash. But nonetheless, we talk about green products. What can we do to stop companies from proposing that a product is environmentally friendly? Well, the thing is we have to have something in place There needs to be an auditing. You know, I think there are auditors out there in America. I forgot what what the name is. But for the dentistry, it's called OSHA, if I'm not mistaken. If I didn't just butcher that name, it's been 10 years. But they would come to the office and they would monitor everything and see how everything is. If there's cross-contamination and other things that are happening within that dental office. Then they would give their opinion and if it's worse enough, they would literally close down (laughs) They would close down the entire uh, uh, dental clinic. Uh, Nonetheless, luckily, none of the dental clinics I was working at got closed down. But I've seen some really horrible things. Uh, Nonetheless, I'm getting a little bit off track here. But there are specific agencies that can enforce policies that are good. Now, I think everything should be tested. I think there should be an agency out there that says, wait, so you said you have green products, right? Well, we're not going to consider it a green product until we test it to make sure that it is a green product. That's what can stop companies from making false claims. And if a company does make a false claim, say that they have green products, but they don't, I think they are accountable to being sued. So um, 
nonetheless, uh, it's a little bit... It's something that needs to be pushed within governments. Government agencies need to come up with a way to deliver and deliver, let's just say, like regulations, right? So going into the second question, what reasons are there for people not buying green products? Well, if we look at the epicenter, the majority of America's supermarkets and everything, they use plastic bags, plastic bags, plastic bags. If you look at the coast of California all the way up to Washington, they are littered with trash upon trash upon trash. There are other countries, of course, that has trash and whatnot. I get it. Uh, of course, out here in Thailand, etc. But what I'm trying to focus on and what I'm trying to say here about America is they're the first ones that say global warming, too much plastic, this, that, but yet they are number two in all categories. So, okay, there's a lot of pollution being emanate, you, you know, pumped in and greenhouse gases being pumped out, but America are the ones that are pumping out the greenhouse gases, and they're number two on the list. So come on, how are you going to tell everyone else and influence everyone else to stop doing something, but you're actually doing it? You're a freaking hypocrite. <sighs> so, the reason why people don't buy green products is because they are not trained from a very specific age. If you go to the likes of Singapore, it's completely different, right? Everyone abides by the law. They abide by the rules. And because they abide by the rules, they are taught from a very young age to do a specific thing. And that's why that country is absolutely sound compared to others. Now, Japan is another place that is fantastic in terms of reducing the amount of things that they actually put out. Well, I know, I know the Japanese whaling and everything, but that's just that's just a specific group of assholes. That's all I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? So we cannot hold an entire country liable for people who are after greed and killing animals. Right? Let's just put that into context. Um, and again, here in Thailand, you know, um, markets, markets tolerate, uh, they, they tolerate, What's a word that's worse than dirty? They tolerate horrible things, okay? And horrible things in terms of, man, there are roaches and everything everywhere. When the women are finished, you know, at the market and they're done selling everything, you should see the piles and piles of trash and the, of course, rodents that come along trying to look for food in that trash. It is a complete disaster. So they tolerate being disgusting. That's all there is to it. So again, every country has its own faults, but why are they not buying green products? Why aren't they not abiding by the law? Why aren't they trying to save the environment? It's because it was taught to them from a very young age. So what could be done to encourage more people to buy more? Well, um, it needs to be scholastic. That's right. To hell with all the bullshit, okay, the physics, the chemistry, the this, the that. I don't give a damn about any of that garbage anymore. I can find all the answers on Google. We need subjects that are that provide skill sets. Not only that, but subjects that will help students become more valuable members of society. No one cares about your English 101. No one cares about your music appreciation 101. I don't want to appreciate the Beatles. I'm sorry. No offense to my folks out there in England, but I failed that class because I said I'm not doing a damn thing in terms of the damn Beatles. You see what I mean? Instead, they can actually take out that piece of garbage subject, uh, music appreciation 101, and put something such as, how about in becoming environmentally friendly 101? Ooh, you see what I mean? So, 
What other things can people do to be green in their daily lives? I want to do that on an Instagram TV. So make sure you're following me on Instagram TV because I love doing those. So guys, with that being said, I'm going to hurry up and play this audio for you. And there's going to be an additional uh, couple of things for you guys. Uh, what is it? On my Patreon. So make sure you tune in on there. And with that being said, here we go. Today on The Money Program, we're going to look at a relatively new phenomenon called greenwashing. Here to tell us about it is Sarah Wilcox, who works as a consultant for a consumer protection organization. Sarah, greenwashing is obviously something to do with green products and the environment. What is it exactly? Nowadays, people are very concerned about the environment, global warming, the ozone layer, etc., etc., all sorts of companies have realised this and so use this concern to sell their products by telling customers that their product, whether it's soap or detergent or food or whatever, is good for the environment. How do they do that? They may well say it on the packaging or use a green label or sticker, for example. But the problem is the claim may well be a false claim with no solid evidence to back it up. They make the product look green to persuade consumers, but there's no substance to their claims. I believe there's been some serious research into the claims of different companies and products, and the results are quite shocking. That's right. A marketing firm in the US looked at a whole variety of supermarket products. They found 1,018 products that made some sort of ecological claim. Those items included things like shampoo, toothpaste, paper, printers, all sorts of stuff. The shocking thing is that when they started looking into the products in detail, 99% of the companies were found to be making false claims about their product in one way or another. OK, let's have some concrete examples of these false claims. Well, there was a shampoo, for example, that stated on the bottle that it was certified organic. But when they looked closer, they couldn't find any certification at all. They said it was organic, but who knows? OK, so they made a claim but had no evidence to support it. Exactly. Another big problem is companies that make a claim that may be true, that, for example, an electronic gadget is energy efficient. It doesn't use up as much energy as an alternative device. But then you discover that the gadget contains a material that's actually really harmful for the environment. In other words, they advertise the product by saying it's doing some good for the environment, but they forget to tell you that meanwhile it's doing something else that's really bad for the environment. Yeah, I see. One thing that I've noticed is how many products use the word natural nowadays. It seems that if a product says it's natural, it's got to be good for the environment. Yeah, you're right. Whereas we know, that's just stupid. There are lots of things that are natural in the world that aren't good for us. Arsenic is natural, but I wouldn't want any product I buy to contain arsenic. And you have to be careful because some companies don't just make vague claims like calling something natural. Some say things that are just completely irrelevant. For example... Watch out if you see a product that advertises itself as being CFC-free. After scientists discovered that CFCs were bad for the ozone layer, all products containing CFCs were banned. In the UK, I think they've been banned since at least 1987. 
So in the 21st century, my advice is to stay away from products that say they're CFC-free. OK, I understand what you're saying, but say I'm in a supermarket. There are all these products on the shelves saying that they're natural or green or environmentally friendly or whatever. What should I buy if, meanwhile, you're saying that there's so much lying going on, so many false claims being made? I would recommend that you look for products that give detailed information about how green they are. The information may show that there is some negative impact on the environment, but that's OK. At least they're telling you the full story. They're telling you the truth. Any other final advice? Well, there are some internationally recognised environmental standards. If you see the Eco logo, Energy Star or Green Seal on a product, you can generally be sure that the product is doing something positive for the environment. In the survey that we've been talking about, they did find one or two companies that were actually using those logos or seals on their products without permission from those official organisations. That's clearly illegal, and personally, I think there'll be fewer and fewer companies who risk doing that. So if you see the Eco logo, Energy Star or Green Seal, it's more or less a guarantee that the product is environmentally friendly. That's it. Well, Sarah, that's been most useful. Thanks for explaining greenwashing to us. And guys, with that being said, thank you so much for tuning into this ESL podcast. Again, guys, if you want to have those questions to answer, they're on my blog. You're going to hear me speak about it on Patreon. There will be two episodes debuting, so if you guys are interested in that, make sure you go on there. And guys, again, thank you so much for tuning in to another English language podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.